Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. It is an episode ending in zero, so it is time for Q&A, where we answer your frequently asked questions. Um, we have gotten a lot of questions about banking, so um, a lot of this episode is on the banking aspect of things. Our first question comes from Jason. I made my allocations in QuickBooks Online, but the transfers are showing up as uncategorized assets. I was wondering if I should leave it since it's a transfer or give it a specific name. My reply, well, Jason, um, this is, I emailed Jason, so I'm going to tell you like a couple of options. Um, awesome job on following through with Profit First and doing your allocations. Is your QuickBooks Online synced with your online bank accounts? If yes, then it may be a syncing issue if no, do you have all of your individual bank accounts added to your chart of accounts? Please advise. Um, and actually, he did come back and say, you know what? You're right. It was a sinking issue. So sometimes there's a, a sinking issue with your bank um, that when it's not sinking or it's, you know, maybe it doesn't sink on demand or continually, um, that's when you will get you know, that odd, it's uncategorized asset. Um, but when it syncs up, then it will all fall into the right place. But, you know, again, when you are implementing profit first and, and bringing on those accounts and adding those accounts, obviously you need to make sure that they are properly in your chart of accounts. And then it is a two-way street if you are syncing to make sure that uh, what's happening on the QuickBooks side is happening at the bank um, you don't necessarily have to sync your accounts for our larger businesses um, where we have a part-time controller. We don't sync things uh, because that's her preference. On our smaller businesses, uh, we do leverage um, the syncing between QuickBooks and the bank. So our next question comes from Allie. Hi, I was excited to see your list of Profit First Friendly Banks until I, <laughs> until I wasn't. We don't live in East and West Coast or Midwest. Any ideas for the South? Thanks, Allie. So Allie and everyone else out there, 
you know, in today's world, it's all about online banking. I mean, you can even get into a bank over the last couple of years sometimes with COVID restrictions and such. So, um, you know, you don't need that local banking relationship. Um, There are plenty of, of fabulous online banks who can serve you well. One of our banks that we use for one of our largest businesses, I mean... I, I darken their door maybe once a year. Um, everything else we're doing completely online and there's no reason for us to even visit the bank. We have great relationships. We can pick up the phone and have a conversation or we can email back and forth and such. So, you know, you don't need that that local banking relationship. So I'd really just suggest to you all that make sure that whoever you're using is good online Now, I do have um, two recommendations. So uh, Farmer State Bank, they work with small businesses all across the country, and they are really like a small banking, local bank, community banking feel, and they totally get profit first, and they are compliant with profit first in terms of the no fees, et cetera, and they are just like amazing to work with and um, you are a big deal to them. So check out Farmer State Bank at myfsb.com. And then um, another alternative is North One Bank. Now they do charge $10 per month for limited accounts, but um, it's because it's totally dialed in for Profit First and well worth their service versus traditional banks that are really just charging maintenance fees and not giving you any value for that quote maintenance fee that they're charging. And they are partnered now with Profit First. So we have another question related to that and I'll get a little bit more into that. But so Farmers State Bank at www.myfsb.com or North One at www.northone.com. And uh, we will have links and contacts for you on our visual recap for this episode, which you can always get at ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources. All right. So then we get a question about North One, and it comes from Barry, who, um, to be honest, is not too happy with the fact that... um, North One charges a fee. So, hi, I have a question about North One Bank. They say they're profit first friendly, but I don't understand how we are supporting a profit first cash management system, but violate the first rule, which is find a credit union or bank that does not charge any fees for the account. Why does North One charge $10 if this violates rule number one? So Barry, that is an excellent question. North One customers pay a flat $10 a month fee, and the fee gives you access to all of their features and updates that help you more readily facilitate doing your profit-first allocations, and they make it really simple. So it covers an unlimited number of, they use the term envelopes, on the North One platform. And so you can really customize your profit first implementation in your business the way that you want with no minimum account balances. So that's kind of another issue is that you could open up 10, 20 different allocation accounts. I wouldn't recommend going that many, but, um, but you don't have that minimum balance. 
Uh, you know, even my bank, I opened up some accounts the other day for um, a new entity and they're like, okay, well, you know, we just need to have a minimum balance of $2,500. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, wait a minute. Like, I do profit first. You know, I do profit first. And they're like, oh yeah, that's right. So, uh, you know, you, you definitely want to not have maintenance fees. Now, if you're getting a value and a service like you do with North One for $10 a month for unlimited accounts, then you're paying for a service. You're not paying for just the right to have a bank account there that then requires, you know, a $2,500 minimum balance in that account. So we get questions, but sometimes we also get great tips from our listeners. And this tip came in from Ryan and he wanted to let us know, I just set up my five accounts with a bank in Minnesota, no minimums, $5 fee if you choose paper statements, which you don't need, and no other fees for deposits or withdrawals. They also told me there's no fee to do an ACH payment to the inconvenient bank versus a wire transfer that has the potential to be $30 on both accounts. The bank is Franson Bank and Trust, and they are all over Minnesota, Western Wisconsin, and Great Forks, North Dakota. So that is www.frandsenbank.com, F-R-A-N-D-S-E-N-B-A-N-K.com. I'm not sure on your procedure for adding banks to your list, but for me, so far, so good. Cordially, Ryan. Well, thank you so much for that great tip, Ryan. So now you have another bank, guys. Um, you Remember, you need two banks. So um, we've given you three. Um, and there are plenty of other great banks out there too. So keep us updated when you have a great bank. We are redoing our website. And so we are also redoing that step number one page where we do have the links to Profit First Friendly Banks and we're refreshing that list and actually kind of starting from scratch with ones that we know. And then we'll just add to it based off of your guys's feedback and recommendations. All right. So we have now an email from Ariana. Hello. First of all, thank you for this podcast. It has truly helped me switch my mindset around finances and I'm looking forward to implementing Profit First. I have a basic question that I keep coming back to. Why checking accounts for our primary five accounts? Wouldn't it be the same to have one checking account for income and then you distribute it into five different savings accounts? So um, the reason why you need to do them all as checking accounts is because most savings accounts have a limit on the number of transactions. So when you allocate the money um, on your allocation day from income, to profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses, you need to allocate those to those accounts being checking accounts because you're going to pay yourself from owner's pay. You're going to, you know, have operating expenses and you're going to have a lot of operating expenses that would, you know, put you at the limit of being able to facilitate those, you know, debits coming from that account to pay your expenses. And so that is why one reason why they're not a savings account. You do have the savings account where the money is truly accumulating and that is in your profit hold and your tax hold accounts at your inconvenient bank. So remember on your allocation day, you are going to transfer from your income account to your profit account and to your tax account. And then like the money is just 
in there for a hot second, you are then going to do a transfer or um, an ACH from your profit account at your primary bank and from your tax account at your primary bank to your profit hold account and your tax hold account at your inconvenient bank. And that is where those dollars are sitting and accumulating over the course of the quarter. They're not getting touched. And that's why at your inconvenient bank is where you have the savings accounts. It's really important to do profit first right that you have your primary bank where you have the checking accounts and then at the inconvenient bank where you're storing your money and letting it grow and accumulate and putting it out of sight, out of mind. Those are savings accounts. All right. Then we have a question from Desmond. Oh, first off, I want to say thank you for doing the podcast. Well, it's my pleasure and it's been fun. Um, The podcast is how I mainly get the profit first information. I'm not a real book reader, so doing this for profit first is amazing. Also, it'll be nice to have other books be formatted into podcast form also. Thank you for all you do. I'm currently doing well with the allocations, but my question is, when should I do my secondary suite for my tax and profit accounts? I feel like it should be every allocation, but then I, again, I also feel it should be quarterly. Can you clarify this for me? So um, on your allocation day, like I just mentioned in the previous questions, like we're getting a lot of these similar questions um, and I want to answer them from all the different angles. So on your allocation day, you will allocate from your income account to your profit account and your tax account. And as I mentioned, it's like in there for a hot second because really after you finish those allocations at your primary bank, then you're going to initiate the transfer from your profit account and your tax account at your primary bank to the tax hold and profit hold account at your inconvenient bank. So the money in your primary bank is in profit and tax is there for a hot second. And then it is transferred ideally on the allocation day to your inconvenient bank, to your profit hold and tax hold accounts. Our next question comes from Dina. Hello, I'm a marriage and family therapist, and I will be opening up a group practice in a few months and want to do it the profit first way. My confusion comes with how to allocate my therapist pay as it is industry standard for them to be getting a percentage of what comes in versus a flat dollar amount. This is between 50 to 60%. I will be running a teletherapy company, so my other expenses are very low. Do I allocate their pay to possibly material and subs despite them being W-2 employees and then calculate real revenue? Or do I accept that my operational expense will never be down to the 35%? So um, you're exactly right, Dina, in your thought process that even though they are W-2 employees, you will sort of treat them above because they're only getting paid when they're generating income versus a traditional employee who's on payroll is just getting paid no matter what, whether you guys have a $10,000 sales week or a $1,000 sales week, you're going to pay those employees that are on traditional payroll, payroll. But since your um, therapists to a certain degree are somewhat like contractors um, and they're getting a percentage of each of the sessions that they have, 
you would do that sort of above the line and you would deduct that expense from the total revenue. And then you have your real revenue number that is your income number. But, you know, we do this similarly with commissions. So we treat commissions because that, again, is it's variable and you can't necessarily budget for it because it's a function of sales. So um, what we do is, like, if I've got to pay a salesperson $3,500 on this paycheck, then we deduct that commission out of the total revenue number, but then we sweep it um, into the payroll account. Um, so it all adds up and, and it is accounted for um, because obviously that commission is going to appear on their payroll check. But we deduct that commission. That then gives us our real revenue or our income amount that then we do the allocations from. And then the math balances out there. So what I'll do is um, on our visual recap, I'll show you our allocation template and how we account for that and sort of how it goes. And then you can see we have two columns so that we are reconciling with the proper amounts and such. So anyways, I love getting your questions. I love hearing from you. So feel free to reach out to us. You can do that by going to Profit First Nation and clicking on contact. And there you can um, ask us a question or we would love if you'd like to share your story and you can connect with us there so that we can get you on the podcast to share your Profit First journey. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.